Welcome back to Dr. Drill's Making Motivation Podcast. Today is September 10th in the year 2023. And it's a Sunday and it had been raining previously, but now it's looking just overcast and the streets have dried out and it's kind of quiet. Eagles are playing today. Some of the leaves are starting to flutter and fall from the ground. Deciduous trees do that, right? These little solar panels that come out every spring. They harness the sun's radiation. They turn it into energy with which that tree can grow. Pretty remarkable, isn't it? And then when the yeah, it is. Yeah, it's really remarkable. You do that with a compound, chemical compound called chlorophyll. And uh, they basically harness CO2 from our atmosphere. The trees do, and they incorporate that in. They take the carbon atoms, and they build. They string them together, like beads on a string, let's see, and they build a complex carbohydrate molecule called cellulose, and that is what trees are made of. That is what tree pulp is made of. The meat of a tree, the mulch, sawdust, bark, it's all made of cellulose. And then in the fall, temperatures start to decline a little bit. The days start to get a little bit shorter in terms of sunlight. Pardon me as I reach in the back of my truck and get my gigantic fucking Hydra Peak water bottle. <sighs> Suck down a bunch of water. And that's fucking how trees grow. And then we use them for everything from food, fuel. They're beautiful to look at as I drive down Broad Street, USA here. Broad Street, Lansdale's coming from my office. I've got a little paperwork prepared for the morning, Monday morning. See all these trees lying in the road. It's beautiful. I wonder what these trees are going to. They're all starting to turn a little bit. Some of them are, anyway. Turn various shades from green to yellow, orange, finally brown. All those chemicals deteriorate. I talked about that before the different chemical composition of a leaf, right? Where the orange leaves, orange yellow, be carotenoids. Obviously, green is chlorophyll. Red are, is cyanins. That's pretty neat. <clears throat> if you're familiar with the composition, chemical composition of a leaf. So look, today's uh, it's been a good weekend. Uh, I went to a birthday party for most of the day yesterday for 
cousin Bryn. She's awesome. She's 16. Sweetheart of a girl. I love her family dearly. I'd like to give a shout out to Bryn. A bunch of other folks that I know and love that have had birthdays recently. Love and respect to all of you. I'm feeling pretty good lately. Uh, office has been busy. I started teaching. I teach a class called <clears throat> Western Diagnostics. I teach those, that to an Eastern philosophical crowd, clinically, uh, acupuncturists. A school called the Wan Institute is now out of Warminster. And it's a pretty cool place, so I teach them basic science. Western Diagnostics boils down to how to read lab reports, how to read radi uh, radiology reports, and understand these things. And speak the language of the medical profession, which I, I think I probably speak more than any chiropractor as far as the fucking eye can see. You know, always helping people, trying to understand their imaging and their labs and their body and their anatomy. Shit. spread the word on that. I know what the hell I'm talking about. Most of the time. So, a couple things to talk about. Uh, we self-care Saturday just kicked off yesterday morning after a very long week, very you know, fulfilling week, a little bit of a challenging week, as they always are. Would we want them not to be challenging? I don't think so. It gives us something to clobber and rise to and all that shit, right? So, self-care Saturday is like a reward. It's a, an unseeming reward, though. It's a, a gathering of individuals in a freaking park in Hatfield, Pennsylvania. And we circle up and we do physical training. We stretch. We get down in the elements. And we got trees and grass and people taking their morning walks on a Saturday morning trying to decompress from the week and we do our thing so we had like 25 participants out yesterday and the energy was high it was a little bit overcast it had rained Friday night but let me tell you I was I, honestly I was a little concerned about how many participants we would have it's always nice to have that energy and that crowd and Holy shit, there were like 25 people. And uh, we, we got another dozen that have, not, have yet to start. So, pretty stinking cool, man. Pretty stinking cool. Look at this guy staggering out of his car. Probably just came from church. He's going to get some fucking donuts. And these two fatties coming out getting fucking donuts and shit. Listen, no judgment. And since your Sunday is your day rest, you want to freaking kick back. You want to eat some wings and freaking pretzels and shit. Watch the game. You want to get yourself a little cheesesteak. You want to get some donuts. Suit yourself, but that shit ain't good for you. You gotta watch those vices, they will creep up on you. And that's a big part of what Self Care Saturday is about. It is about uh, disciplining ourselves and motivating ourselves, giving our system a little bit of a shock, a little bit of a, a dose of health on a, 
on Saturday morning after the week has already kind of, we've been through it, we've dealt with the stresses, we've forget, been clobbered a little bit. Now we go out there and we clobber ourselves. We have a nice workout, fuck it, something to challenge you, something to get a good sweat going, and you got good company. You're not like that guy who's just fucking walking down the sidewalk talking to himself. Almost 2 p.m. on the Saturday. Um, you know what I'm saying? So it was fucking outstanding, man. It was a who's who of DDIPers from you know, back in the day. We have folks who are 67 years, 60s and 70s in years of age that are doing this. We've got some 20-somethings. We've got young, old, fat, skinny, short, tall, everybody. People that are concerned about orthopedic issues, joints, low backs, all this stuff. And I'm cognizant of that. I want to help them, you know, get in shape, stay in shape, get going, get motivated. And so that's what we, that's what we did. And it was fucking awesome. It was fucking awesome. Obviously it riled me up. Yes. Yes. So, uh, I'll carry that energy throughout the week for my self-care Saturdays. I'll try to come up with a really, really stimulating, um, curriculum in and out in an hour drive away we're freaking got a good sweat going and uh, we go home and we start our weekend and everybody else is just kind of still reeling still like waking up with a fucking terrible bedhead disorientation and sitting on the couch listless looking at their phone we're out there doing shit so you should do it man you need to join us if you listen to this you'd be a fucking idiot if you didn't try to get out there in, in any capacity, uh, it's a hundred bucks. It's probably going to wind up being 12 sessions. So it's less than $10 a training day. And no, you can't fucking um, prorate it. No, you can't show up when you feel like it. I want you to show up the whole damn thing every training day. I understand there might be some problems with that. Kids, sports, and all kinds of fucking conflicts, real and imagined, right? Because Lord knows people will sandbag on you. But uh, for, look, we had a great showing on day one. I think it's going to, that motivation is going to carry through to um, the foreseeable future. We're going to do this shit until Thanksgiving. So that's good. Check out Self Care Saturday. You're going to hear more and more about it. Updates every week about all the cool shit that we do. Um, and who knows where it ends. We might continue doing this fucking forever. I don't know. I love it, obviously. Um, cool story, man. And many of you saw this on Facebook. I was driving home last Friday. And I saw this fucking raptor, some sort of bird spiraling down. as so I was driving home north on Allentown Road. And this thing like looked like it must have hit a tree limb or it hit a, a power line or something and it fucking careened to the ground and it was all bodies all distorted and I couldn't tell if there was any damage or whatever to the wings and I was concerned about that. I went over and parked in this person's driveway and fucking went out and inspected it and I saw its little eye blinking with its head like you know, was face down in the grass, and I went over there and saw its eye blinking. I'm like, oh 
So I went and grabbed the towel from the truck. Bogey was not with me, thank God. I grabbed this thing by the back and held it like a chicken. You hold a chicken or something, I guess. And there held the chicken. And I put it on my lap. And then it hopped out of my lap and went right into my little, in front of my console here. There's a little well. There's a cup holders and shit. So this thing sat, sat there the entire way home and it looked at me and it blinked and it made expressions just like a human being kind of. Like, what are you doing? Where am I going? Who are you? Thank you for helping me, maybe. I don't think he was saying thank you. I think it was like, what the fuck is going on? flying, you know, a minute ago, and now I'm driving in this person's fucking vehicle. And so it was quite the encounter. I take it home, and Mandy's in the uh, yard mowing the lawn, and it's a beautiful, hot Saturday. So I kind of gave her a hand and arm signal, give her a heads up, like, all right, cut the motor, chill, come over here. And she saw it. She's like, oh, my God, only you, Aaron. So I carefully got out, and I opened all the doors to see if it would come out or give it some space. I didn't want to have any sort of confrontation with it, fucking blow my eyes out or peck my fucking eyes out. And then all of a sudden, it just threw its wings to the side and glided across my lawn and landed in uh, an evergreen tree. I thought... What a beautiful creature, man. I'm glad that these wings were intact and it could fly. So then I went over and inspected it, and the neighbor came over, and we looked up at it, and he was sitting in there, and it looked okay. I said, all right, we've done our job. I hope it's okay. If we see it fucking walking around or whatever, limping, then we'll grab it again, call somebody, whatever. So... Like a 30 minutes goes by. <coughs> and I go drop Bogey off at his friend's house. And he fucking... I see the, the bird again. It flies just above a hedgerow. Just above our heads. Hedgerow is probably 20 feet high. Beautiful. And you see this thing go darting across. And across the road into the great beyond. So that... That raptor is alive. I, I thought it was a red-tailed hawk, but it turned out that it is a, I've heard it was a juvenile Cooper's hawk. My friend uh, Dan, he's like a naturalist. Fucking, he's a guy that's got a, a falconry permit still. He doesn't use it, but he, if he, if he uh, does not re, um, if he does not re-up his or pay the dues for his falconry permit every year, the state will take it away from So he, he never, he always wants to have it. I'm continue to see that someday he does it. So, uh, what a great story. Filled my heart. Filled the heart of many people. You know, feel like a story of kindness. Whenever I see a you know, turtle walking across the road, I'll fucking park diagonally right across three, Route 309 here. Put on the hazards and get out and go help that creature. Or if I see a, you know, the fox, look like it was... Like the fox was had been hit, but it was still wasn't flattened or anything like that. Went out and tried to fucking pick that up, put it off the side of the road. 
and it's raptor and squirrels and all that shit, like Dr. Doodle. I don't know, man. I just got a big heart for these creatures. I'm sure they're not going to just, you know, let it sit by the side of the road. And then, and then it comes to and flies into traffic. That would be a terrible thing. So, I guess two examples of helping people. Self-Care Saturday is going to be an awesome thing. I'm glad we're back at it. And then looking out for our furry friends and winged creatures. You know, they're, uh, they're lives too. And, and uh, they need our help. You know? Books. I'm listening to some different books right now. This one is called The Source. And it's pretty good. It's by this woman who's like an MIT professor. And she's pretty fucking slick, of course. And she's talking about how, remember that, that um, book and movie, The Secret? Like, uh, basically how you can materialize your destiny. Uh, just through thought and putting some actions uh, to accompany your thoughts. She's saying that there's actually some science to support that. You know, and it, again, it can't just be like, you know, I wish I, you know, if I could click my heels together, I wish I could fucking be the President of the United States. Obviously, you're going to have to put some things into action, get the wheels turning a little bit, you know, put the effort in, but you can certainly be happy, you know, I think that's a, that's attainable, that's a reasonable goal for people, you can be happy, you can have a better life than you do now if that's what you're looking for, I was listening to this podcast yesterday, and this guy was saying, that, um, you know, talking again about how people, they get up every morning and they think about all the things they don't want. I don't want stresses of my, my work and my life. I don't want to have to deal with that person today. I don't want to, you know, have to have this, the same fucking Groundhog Day experience that, you know, bothers me whatever, these stressors in my life, whatever it is, we always talk about what we don't want, but we still, those don't wants still have power, right? So, of course, you need to be aware of the things that, you know, your obstacles in your day, and you got to plan and all that stuff, best as you can, you got to get the mental, you know, the your game face on, but you can't be always worried about, it's like the Eagles today, right? Yeah, they're they're watching tape on whoever they're playing. I don't even know. Sure, they're watching tape. They're doing their homework. But they're also they're not focusing as much on what the opposition is going to do. They have to focus primarily on what they are going to do. What is their game plan based upon the facts on the ground? Right. Of course. We have to be cognizant of what what the lay of the land is, of what the terrain is, but we also have to be focused on our deliberate actions in order to 
win the day or be happy or be successful or whatever that is. So, so this book is pretty good. Again, it's called The Source, Tara Swartley. Tara Swart. Sounds like she's a, a limey Brit, but very fucking smart. Her voice gets a little annoying, admittedly, after uh, a few hours, but she clearly knows what the hell she's talking about. So go ahead and, and uh, be intentional and manifest yourself a better life, or at least a better Monday, right? I feel like you got to listen to this sort of shit. I'm like, what do you, you'll say, oh, well, you I don't, I don't know if I really like help the self-help genre. Okay, well, what do you want to do? Turn on the fucking nightly news and learn about all these terrible things happening in the world? You really that interested in what's going on, political and the national and international scale? You think that your opinion on that matters at all? Because it doesn't, of course. It really fucking doesn't. You got your vote, show up, cast your vote, and that's it. What you can control is your own actions, your own life, and your sphere. People that are in your sphere. So I would focus on that, and that's what I'm going to focus on, damn it. The good stuff is happening. And you are the perpetrator of that good stuff. You got to take care of your body. You got to take care of your mind. And you have to refrain from any fucking nonsense. You know, people always seem to be concerned about all the nor all this normal stresses of the world that we're none of us are immune to. You have to be cognizant of these things. Surely, you have to really focus on what your plan is based upon that. How you're going to rise to the occasion. How you're going to do great things. Because you can. And you should. I'm going to fucking pull into this place. And I'm going to fucking turn around. I'm going to see all you motivators tomorrow.